Well, hello everybody again, and welcome back to Rick's Mix. I know it's been a long time. We're coming at you here from beautiful Colorado Springs in Colorado, USA. Um, we are currently sitting in our hotel room um, up near the Air Force Academy. Beautiful out here. Uh, and we're feeling good today, but uh, that was quite a change from a day ago. Uh, I know a lot of you have been wondering what the hell's going on, um, but I wanted to do a podcast to kind of update everybody. <clears throat> on the last week, and especially on the horrific events of yesterday. I know a lot of you have been asking, so I'm putting it all down here. Um, so let's back up a week. Let's just jump right into it. So let's just back up one week ago from today. When we last left our heroes, the Thibodeau clan, we were in beautiful Wiesbaden, Germany, about to PCS to Colorado. Uh, our flight left one week ago, April 9th, and it was it was from Frankfurt, uh, Germany, the airport, at 7 in the morning, which means we had to get up at 3 in the morning to catch our taxi at 4 to make sure we got there about two and a half hours before the flight. So that wasn't fun, as you can imagine. Uh, our routing was to be Frankfurt to Amsterdam to Salt Lake City to Colorado Springs. <clears throat> Let me just state up front before I forget that I am battling some kind of crud that I caught a couple of days ago. It hasn't been fun. Uh, so I'm going to be probably coughing and clearing my throat a lot during this. I apologize. I know it's not going to sound very professional or good, but hey, it is what it is. Deal with it. <clears throat> so uh, so we leave from Frankfurt. We take off to Amsterdam. Everything seems to be on track until on the way to the airport, I get a text from the airline saying that they changed our flight from Amsterdam to Salt Lake City one hour to the right. Now, normally this wouldn't be a problem. However, let me explain something to those of you who aren't familiar with with the concept or with the what you have to do when you fly to the States and you have a connecting flight within the United States. If you have a connecting flight within the United States, the first airport in the U.S. that you land, you are required to claim your bags. You have to go to baggage claim, claim all your bags. Then you have to go wait in that long-ass customs immigration passport line. Then you have to recheck your bags. Then you have to get all the way to your terminal. So if they only leave you like, you know, two or three hours or whatever, <clears throat> depending on the airport, sometimes it's not enough time. And I was worried about that already coming in because we only had about two hours in between. And then we got, you know, passport control and immigration. We got Virginia's, you know, green card thing that we have to deal with. And the green card thing, let me just ex expound upon that. So Virginia has a permanent green card. It's called it a 10-year green card or whatever. Uh, it expired last June. Um, and you say, oh, why don't you just, you know, renew it? Well, you can't, when you're living overseas, you can't renew it. You have to be in the States to renew it. I, mean, I, I exhausted every option in, in investigating this, and that's what I found. Um, so here, but here's the thing. There's an immigration law on the books that basically says that if, you, if you're overseas on orders, like so we're, we work for the military, so we're on military orders or government orders, and even if your green card is expired, as long as you're on orders, it's still valid. <clears throat> you just have to, you have 90 days to renew it when you get back to the States. So it shouldn't be a problem, but everything with me is always a problem. So I printed out a copy of the law, <clears throat> figuring, you know, I know I'm probably going to have trouble when I go through immigration with this, and someone's going to say, this is expired, blah, 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 and I could just show them the law, and hopefully it'll go smooth, but we'll see. So um, so anyway, I got a text saying that the, that the airlines uh, changed our flight from Amsterdam to Salt Lake City one hour to the right. Now, as I was saying, when you... When you when you have to you know check get your bags and da 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 and I figured this, we're probably going to get held up at immigration because of Virginia's green card thing, um, so we only had like a two hour uh, you know timeline in between to begin with. So I'm thinking if you're moving that one hour to the right, you're leaving us like it, it basically left us like just under an hour and a half. And I'm thinking there's no freaking way in hell we're going to make that. So I I'm expecting the worst. I'm thinking we're probably going to miss our flight. 
Um, I knew our phones are from Germany, so I knew when we landed in the U.S., we, our phones wouldn't work, so I'd have no way to call anybody or contact anybody. Um, so I, I sent my boss a quick email saying, hey, by the time you get this tomorrow morning, Monday morning, uh, if I'm not there or if you haven't heard from me, it's because we missed our flight to Salt Lake City, or to Salt, from Salt Lake City, Colorado Springs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, so we, we, get on the fl- we get on a flight, and I check with the, one of the flight attendants, and he says, "Yeah, it's going to be real, real close." But he he did it. He went and looked up, looked our our gate and everything. Our gate was supposed to be B thirty seven, and I remember that because he said, "Yeah, B thirty seven. That's going to make it difficult because he's like that's a, that's like the one of the furthest out gates. Of course, just my luck, right?" So he says, "You might make it because Salt Lake City usually the, it's not like a lot of big airports." He says, "The the the uh, the passport control line actually goes you know pretty fast." So he's like, "You might be okay." In the meantime, he's looking up, you know, he says, well, you know, they'll just put you on another flight if you don't get that one, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, man, I don't want that. After a long day of traveling, I have to miss a flight. Blah, blah, blah. So we show up. Uh, well, the, while we're waiting in Amsterdam to, to board our flight, the, the gate was like completely full, so we didn't even bother going in there. We sat at the next gate over because it was empty. So once people started lining up for the, for the flight, I go in there just to <clears throat> see if I can kind of jimmy us a good spot in line. And I look up at the screen, and the screen says, you know, they have, you've seen these things sometimes. It says, oh, the following passengers come report to the, the thing. And it was like, oh, the following passengers, you know, come please see the desk. And I look at it, and all of us are listed on there. I'm like, oh, no, here we go. Now what's going on? So I go up there. I had to wait in line. Finally, she looks at it. Sure enough, it's about Virginia's green card. I guess for all passengers who had, like, a green card or some kind of immigration thing or whatever, they just wanted to, you know, she, she takes all the information she goes off to talk to her colleague, and we're sitting there, and I'm starting to sweat, going, here we go. I knew this was not going to be easy, right? Uh, however, she came back, and she's like, she's like, yeah, so do you, you know, you have your green card? I said, yeah, and I, so I started to explain about how, you know, it's expired, blah, blah. She's like, no, no, it's, it's okay. She's like, do you have all the documentation and paperwork that you need? I said, I have everything, ma'am. She's like, okay, that's all we need to know. I go, oh, thank God, something's finally swinging my way. So we get on a flight. <clears throat> we land in uh, Salt Lake City. We get off the plane as quick as we can. We get on the baggage control, and I'm looking at my phone every every freaking two seconds because I'm, I'm like, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? Um, by the time we got our bags, we had like something like 45 minutes left or something like that, and we still got to go through passport lines. So luckily the passport line went through pretty quick, and when we got up there with the, with the passports and everything, he just asked to see Virginia's green card, and I started to explain to him about you know everything, and the guy's just like, no, it's okay, you're good. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, you're good. So all right, so we scanned it. Boom, we left. Now, here's where we actually caught a break for once in my freaking life. They changed our departure gate from B-37 to A-2. Um, and I found out later on that in doing so, they probably shaved off about 15 minutes walk time. So that probably saved our ass. So by the time we got through there, rechecked our bags. We're hoofing it all the way to the, all the, way to the A-2. And we got there like literally just a few minutes before the before they were about to close the door. So we actually made it by the skin of our teeth. So there's those of you who saw my Facebook post, that's what I mean it when I said, uh, yeah, we just barely made it by the skin of our teeth. So Inez, yeah, drama queen. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just kidding. I love you, Inez. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so we get in Colorado Springs. Now, as I mentioned, I don't have a phone now because my phone doesn't work in the States. Uh, so I go to get the rental car. But, of course, I'm, I got a small rental car because I got to have it for like two months because, you know, my car's being shipped. Um, so what I had done was before we left, I went online and I arranged a, a taxi to take, I figured I'll just take one of the kids in the bags with me in the car and then Virginia and the other two and whatever their bags, which weren't, aren't going to fit in the car, we'll just take a taxi to the hotel. Cause the hotel is pretty close to the airport. So, 
So they do that. I, I did it online. It's called the Z Trip or something. It's like a taxi, right? And it seemed really easy. It cost me like 36 bucks. I'm like, ah, small price to pay. Uh, and then, so I get a text from them when I land. I get a text and they're saying something like, you know, uh, once you leave the terminal, go out to the left where the taxi stand is and just uh, uh, get the first taxi that says Z Trip on it. I'm like, all right, sounds easy. So I go out with her, and there's like four or five vans that all say Z Trip on us. So I go to the first guy. He comes walking up to us. And I said, yeah, you know, we, we got a, I, I reserved a Z Trip. He's like, well, hold on. Who was who your driver? I said, well, I don't know. And I showed him the... I showed him the text that I got, and I showed him the confirmation thing that had the, the explanation, the information, whatever. And he's like, no. He's like, well, no, you're, they're supposed to assign you to a driver. You don't just grab a taxi. You're supposed to assign you to a driver. And I'm like, oh, here we freaking go. So I said, okay, well, I can't just take one of these. He's like, no, they, and I can't. And it's like, if you have any problems, call us. Well, I can't call because I don't got a phone. So I just got so pissed. I said, fine. I said, well, where's the taxi then? I'll just I'll screw it. I'll just do what I should have done in the beginning. I'll just take a freaking taxi. Where's the taxis? He's like, well, we're all taxis. I said, fine. How much will it cost to take us to this hotel? And he's like, 30 bucks. I said, fine, just do it. So then I had to pay. So basically I had to pay double. Um, so, and then Xavier and I go in and we get the rental car. And I, I'm asking one for a GPS with a GPS because, you know, I, I don't have a phone. I don't know where the hell I'm going. So I ended up getting a little Mazda. I got a GPS. I got a Garmin Nuvi or whatever they're called. So I get to the hotel. We check in. I'm like, okay, good to go. Um, we were staying at Spring Hill Suites near the airport. Um, unfortunately, didn't have a kitchenette. We like to try to have a kitchenette so we can save money on cooking. We can eat a little healthier because we're getting tired of fast food. <clears throat> you can hear all the kids coughing to her in the hotel. So anyway, uh, as I'm checking in, what I did was I got the hotel for six nights because I, you know, I don't like booking hotels like sight unseen, and I didn't know if we were going to like it or not. So I figured I'll just get it for the first six days. And then if we like it, we can extend. If we don't like it, we want a better place, we can just get a better place. So I mentioned it that to the lady. I said, yeah, you know, girl at the thing. I said, you know, we're, we're supposed to check out uh, next Saturday. And here's where it all went wrong. She tells me, oh, you're going to have trouble next week because there's a huge uh, space symposium that's in town next week. And every single hotel in the city is booked. I said, you got to be kidding me. She's like, no, you, you may have to stay in Pueblo, which is like an hour outside of Colorado Springs. I'm like, there's no way. There has to be one hotel room somewhere in the city. Fine. So we get checked in. I get on my computer. And I right away, I just start looking up hotels, you know, for for next Saturday and this, this, and that. Sure enough, she wasn't kidding. Like, every freaking hotel room in the city is booked. Except, you know, these little, you know, no-tell motels, whatever, hourly rates. And, I, and I'm like, oh, this, this could be really, really bad. So, um I couldn't find anything, so I kind of, you know, the next morning I get up, I go do my own processing, and, and immediately I loved Colorado Springs. It's gorgeous here. It's absolutely gorgeous. You got Pikes Peak overlooking everything. When you drive out to Shriver Air Force Base, which is like moving towards uh, further east, it's like you're driving in the prairie. It's like something you'd see on the show Yellowstone. It's just gorgeous. I, I've never seen anything like it in my life growing up in New England. Just gorgeous. So right away, I'm already liking Colorado Springs. Driving here is really easy the way the roads are laid out. I expected it to be worse with a city of a half a million people, but it's been great so far. Um, so I do that. Uh, I contact my boss, let him know, you know, everything that's going on. I get to meet my boss that morning because he had to sign me in. Nice guy, really nice guy. Um, so I kind of mentioned a little bit about my issues with the hotel. I said, I'm going to have to do this, do that. He's like, okay, you know, let me know if you need help. It's okay. So, and then after, I think it was like a day or two later, what I ended up doing was, my friend Jeff back in Germany is always telling me, because I have, you know, we got five of us. I got the two kids, uh, three kids. 
he's always telling me he's like you know only it, it well we'll get like a suite that has like two queen beds and then like a rollout bed or a sofa bed and we just get jammed in which kind of gets annoying and crowded and uh, my, my friend Jeff's always like Rick you know you're authorized you know to get another room I'll just get two rooms put the kids in one room and you guys in the other but I'm always like well, I don't know if it's 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 not you're not basically authorized two rooms you're basically authorized a certain amount that you can spend and as long as you don't go over it you're fine <clears throat> but i'm not sure what the amount is but in this case i thought okay i'm looking and i i found this one hotel that was cheap they had like uh, double rooms with two queen beds it said for like 56 dollars a night i'm like oh okay that's brilliant that's like half what i was paying for the suite so I ended up reserving two rooms in this hotel. It was called like Town Town Hill Suites or Townhouse Studios or something like that. And it was just down the street from the Safeway that we go to, which is not too far away from where we were staying. It doesn't seem like a bad area. So I book it, and I'm like, all right, this should work out pretty well. You know, we got two rooms. Me and Virginia can have a little privacy. The kids can have their own room. And even better, uh, I asked about a kitchenette, and they emailed back. and said, yeah, all our rooms have kitchenettes. I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. Things have fallen into place. <clears throat> well, I couldn't have been. I could not have been more wrong. So, so we had to check out on Saturday, which is yesterday, day six, and of course, all of us, five of us, with the five bags plus the five carry-ons, so ten bags total, and a couple of extra bags that we gathered in the hotel. No way they're going to fit in my little rental car. So I, I think, okay, well, I could either do two trips. Um. But here's the problem we had was you, we had to check out of our hotel at 11 and you check in at the other place at 3 o'clock. So I called them and I said, you know, can we check in earlier because I don't, I can't fit all these bags in my car or do you have a storage room that I can hold these bags? And she's like, no, I'm sorry, we don't have that. She's like, you can't check in before 3, the rooms won't be ready. I'm like, ah, of course, fine. And then, and then our hotel, they're like, well, you know, we don't have storage, but you can just wait in the lobby. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really want to sit here for, you know, three hours in the lobby. Um so I, I have a friend in Colorado Springs. I, I go goes We go way back, like 20-something years. I'm, I knew him before I even met Virginia. His name is Paul Graneman, great guy. Uh, him and his wife live here. And so he had been wanting to get together. So I thought I called him and I said, hey, I got a, I got a proposition for you. So why don't you, if you can come here to the hotel, we'll eat at the, the airplane restaurant next door. I'll treat you for lunch, and then we can put half the bags in your car. And then after we're done eating, you can take us off the, over to the hotel. He's like, oh, yeah, deal. That's great. So we did that. I'm like, all right, great. Things are working out. <clears throat> so we we had lunch we run into my friend tracy ward who i work with in korea awesome guy and he's here too and we've been kind of chatting and we're wondering when we're going to be able to get together and while we're eating at the airplane place tracy and his family is walking just to get dessert there what a small world so we got to catch up with him a little bit and blah, blah, blah and feeling good then we go over to the hotel and oh my god i don't even know how to describe this place so we walk in like we we pull into the place and it's obviously a very 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 low budget mo you know hotel but i'm like okay well <clears throat> it's the only thing they had available in this entire city so let's just you know how bad could it be right so we go in and they have this tiny ass lobby and they only allow one person in at a time because of their covid protocol to say i'm like come on it's 2023 we're still doing this crap so finally I get up there and this lady comes in and this older, you know, extremely heavy set African American woman named Rita. I was talking with a guy, so I said something to him and then she comes over and she gives me this like really nasty look and she's like she's like, uh, what what are we doing here? I don't even know because you were talking to him, so I don't even know what we're doing." And I'm like right away thinking, "Oh boy, here we go." But she turned out to be a peach Rita, a really really nice woman. So I, you know, I say, "Yeah, we're checking in. I got two rooms." So we go through the whole thing and 
I should have known something was wrong when we were checking in because she tells us, she's like, you get one roll of toilet paper for, per week, so if you need more, you have to go buy it yourselves. Uh, there's no housekeeping. If you want towels, you have to actually bring your dirty towels down to the down to the, the, the little check-in thing, and then they'll give you some new ones. And I'm thinking, what the hell kind of place is this, you know? So, all right, fine. So she gives us the keys. Uh, so... The rooms were just kind of around the corner from each other. It was like 333 or 325. So then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there's a little sign on the thing that says, oh, to our patrons, sorry, but our, our elevator's broken. And I said, is this, your elevator's really broken? She's like, yeah. And I said, and we're on the third floor. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. With all of our bags, and in our bags, we have five huge suitcases, and three of them were overweight. I had to pay 275 bucks in frankfurt because three of them were overweight because i can't pack everything into like they're like oh just you get two bags just separated the two i'm like are you kidding me that would be 10 suitcases how the hell am i supposed to travel around with 10 suitcases i'd have to get like three taxis anyway <clears throat> so i'm like great so we pull around to the side and we had I, I i can't even describe it the door to the stairwell didn't even have a handle the handle was like ripped off it was just a hole paint chipping all off it so you open that up and then you go up the stairs so now we got these big ass heavy bags i carried up the stairs we get up to the to the last flight of stairs and there's these two like hispanic dudes and one of them is like sitting on the steps right at the top step right so i'm like oh he'll move when he sees me coming up with the big bags nope wouldn't move just pretended he, like i wasn't even there so i get up and i'm like excuse me and he just kind of moves his shoulder over a little to that i'm like what a so I'm like, whatever. So and then, of course, Xavier comes up behind me and Virginia and everyone else, and he does the same thing to them. So I'm like, whatever. So we get to the we get to the thing, and he, I can't even describe this. The room next to ours, the door was open, and there was these all these like Hispanic dudes sleeping in the bed with their door open, and they had like a makeshift hammock that they had set up in their room. They had all kinds of trash bags and empty beer uh, cases sitting outside the door. We opened the door to our room, and oh my God, it was the most disgusting freaking room I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I mean, bar none. Nothing has even come close to this. There were dead cockroaches in the cabinets. The sink was clogged up. The, I mean, you, if you have me on Facebook, I'll post pictures of like the of the quote unquote kitchenette that we had. Yeah, what's up, Max? There was a booger in the sink. Oh yeah, there was actually a huge dried up booger in the sink that Max found. It wasn't dried up. Okay, he says it wasn't dried up. I'll just have to take his word for it. It was, I mean, the, the, the like, I can't even describe how bad this was. It, it was like, it was just, I just, I just wanted to cry. So, and then we go around and we get, and, it, and the smell. The smell was just, I don't know if you know, but uh, Colorado has made marijuana illegal now. And all you could smell was marijuana everywhere. And the smell inside the room was just, it was not human, man. It was not human. And I'm thinking to myself, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? There's no other rooms in this entire city, but I can't stay here. So, and then I get the Xavier and, and, the, and Luca in their room, and I ask Max, I'm like, you know, Max, do you want to stay in here with your brothers, or do you want to stay with us? And he's like, he's got this traumatized look in his face, and he's like, I want to stay with you and Mom. I'm like, okay, no problem. And I told Xavier and Luca, I said, listen, you see what's going on, and you see this area. I said, you, when you're in your room, you keep your door locked, and you do not open it for anybody. I mean, I, that's how scared I was. And now, and Jesus, poor Luke and Xavier. I mean, they were just traumatized. They were, I could just see it on their face. And Xavier's just, <laughs> he was just, anyway. I go back to the room, and I, 
first thing I do is I just I didn't unpack anything. I just I get my computer, I open it, and I I just start looking. I'm like, there has to be something else in this entire city. There has to be. I sat there for five ten minutes. The only thing I could find was a Super Eight that was just outside the the gate of uh, Peterson Air Force Base, and I thought, okay, well that can't be too too bad. And, I mean, it was it was cheap. It was like eighty bucks for like a, a room that had a king and a queen, so it would sleep all of us. And it didn't look great in the pictures, but it looked a damn sight better than this friggin' place. So I went on and I tried to book it. I said, we have one room left. So I'm like, book it, book it, book it, book it. Finally went through and said, you're booked. I said, all right. I said, told Virginia, I look right at it. I said, I said, honey, go in the other room. Tell those boys, don't unpack. I said, we're leaving. Get ready to go right now. She's like, all right. So now I'm, I mean, I'm, and don't forget this whole time. I'm sick. Yesterday, I'm like sick as a dog fighting this crap. I have no strength. I have no energy. Uh, you know, so I, I didn't care, man. I was going on adrenaline, man. I grabbed those, I grabbed those big suitcases and I start hauling ass. And of course that asshole still sitting there at the top of the step again, doesn't even move. I'm like, excuse me. He doesn't even move. Doesn't even look up. So I just kind of forced my way past him. Uh, and I go down and there's all these like really sketchy looking characters that are like stand that are sitting outside drinking beer on the outside of our room. And they're looking at me and they're like ogling Virginia. And she's going by and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I'm getting out of here. So we grabbed the bags. I, I hauled out. I just grabbed that one huge bag. It was like 60 pounds, put it on my shoulder, hoofed it down the stairs when I get to the car and I try to put it in. And all of a sudden everything just caught up with me. And I, 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 I bent over and I'm just start freaking dry heaving everywhere. And I don't know if it was cause I was sick or maybe it was a combination of me being sick and that this freaking ungodly smell of that hotel catching up with me, but whatever it was, I just started drive even right there. I told Virginia, I said, go get the boys because I need to help. I can't do this. we got to get out of here. So she goes up and she tells them, you know, get, get pack your stuff, we're leaving. And they start cheering. They're like, oh, thank God. So um, so they come down and meanwhile I go on and I I, I order a taxi because we got to go to this other hotel and we're not going to fit everything in, the, in my car. So I'm trying to rush through because I don't want the taxi to show up and then we're not ready yet because we're still packing the car and then he leaves. So finally we get everything packed up and we go around to the other side uh, and I had to wait there like Jesus, like a half an hour because there was somebody in the lobby that was doing this and people having trouble because they're, oh, my, my key, my card's not opening the door. I got to make them a new one. So finally I go in uh, and I said, I said, Rita, I'm really sorry, but we can't stay here. And she's looking at me. I said, Rita, there are cockroaches on there, live and dead. I said, our sink is clogged. My, the room in my, my, that my kids are staying in, the sink is literally falling off the wall. It's literally falling off the wall. We have a picture of it. I said, this place is disgusting. I'm not going to have my kids stay in here. And she was very apologetic. She's like, I'm so sorry, sir. And she knew. That's the thing. She knew. She knows what kind of place it is. Uh, so she was great. You know, she told me, she's like, well, you, we, she's like, I, I can't ref I can't give you the refund. You're going to have to come back Monday when the supervisor's here and everything. I said, all right, that's fine. She's like, I'm under the circumstances. I'll, I'll see if, if you, they, if you can refund you also for tonight. She's like, normally you would have to pay for one night, but I'm under, under the circumstances. I'll, I'll try to get your refund for tonight. I said, thank you. I appreciate that. She's like, no problem. So I said, all right, I'll come back Monday and then hopefully I get the full refund, but I, we, we're not staying here. So then we went outside and we waited for the taxi. And the taxi was taking forever. They kept calling me saying, oh, we're still working on getting you a taxi. You know, do you still want to wait or do you want to cancel? I kept saying, yeah, we'll wait. And meanwhile, while we're out there, Rita actually comes out at one point after about 20, 30 minutes. And she comes over and she's like, hey, y'all, listen, uh, I can only say so much when, when I'm in the office. But, and she just basically told her, she's like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I, I know this isn't the type of place you guys will stay at, but and whatever. And she's like, but she starts giving us ideas about other places she knows about which would be better. But I said, yeah, I, I, we'll look into them. But sure enough, I Google them right there, and they're all booked. I mean, everything in the city's booked. So 
eventually, so eventually, I, I said, you know what? I'm, like half an hour goes by and the taxi still hasn't come. So I'm like, oh, we got to get out of here. There's sketchy looking people all around us. People walking by us smelling like weed. Look like they haven't showered in two weeks. Freaking crack addicts everywhere. Just a freaking nightmare. Uh, so eventually I canceled the taxi and I'm like, let me try Uber. So I tried Uber. I had no problem. I get an Uber. I got an Uber XL, right? So finally after like, 20 minutes the uber guy comes and we see him we wave him over he comes over and we he gets he gets in the he gets in the we, we pack him up and and uh, i virginia and, the, and max and luca go with him and then xavier goes with me and we go to we meet they we meet him at the days in we go to get checked in his name was ahmed real cool guy he used to be in the air force was stationed at spang dalam in germany so yeah real real cool guy so uh we give him his tip he takes off we go to days in we get checked in and i i, I was going to reserve it to like may 6th because I figured it's the only thing here, and I need to make sure I have at least a room locked in. Um, but the lady says, well, let me, she's like, <clears throat> there might be uh, something else here that, that, you know, with the kitchenette that, in my friend's place. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm only going to charge you for tonight. And then tomorrow when my supervisor's here, we'll talk to, to explain your situation. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Um, and then my friend Paul, who lives right near there, came over and stuff. So in this day's end was only a slight step above the place that we just left i mean it was filthy a lot of sketchy characters around i mean it was just disgusting just an absolutely disgusting but at that moment after what we had just been through we were just so thankful to be in that day's in and just out of that other place that i said I, i'm just glad that's over so we did that and uh, i can't even i mean I, I words can't even describe how traumatized and scary that was just disgusting so I got up this morning, I woke up really early, like five o'clock and I'm like, I, I, I can't stay in this days in. there's nothing around here. There's all these weird, sketchy people. Uh, all, nobody could sleep all night because all you could hear was the, was people stepping and the people all around, like every little noise in the hotel. Uh, at one point I was sleeping, Virginia told me this morning, she heard some guy like cussing out his girlfriend. Hey, you fucking bitch or something like that. So they were fighting like right outside our window. I'm like, this what? This is a nightmare. I mean, this is an absolute nightmare. So, I woke up early this morning. and I started looking at everything. I mean, I and I I spent a good hour or two just. I was looking at hotels. I was trying to look for short-term rentals, everything I could find. And eventually, I found this place called the Academy Hotel. Now, the Air Force Academy is here in Colorado Springs, but it's way in the northwest of the city, way way north. And this is supposed to be like a really, really nice area around there. Like the homes are all like cost seven hundred thousand dollars and up. Um, but the problem is, is it's like a, it's like it's like a good thirty minutes outside of the place I'm going to be working and stuff. And so I had never really even considered this area because it's so far away. But there was one hotel that I found that looked decent. It was called the Academy Hotel, and they had a room with two queen beds, and you can get a rollout bed that sleeps five, and it was w well within my per diem or whatever. And I looked at it on the pictures, and I'm like, this looks gorgeous. So I, I said, you know what? I'm booking it, and we're getting the hell out of here. So I booked it. Uh, we weren't supposed to check in till 4, but I, I called them this morning, and I said, do you, do you have a place we can store our bags because we can't check in? She's like, oh, yeah, we'll take care of you, sir. I said, well, even better, is it possible to get early check-in? And she looks it up. She's like, yeah, we have your room always open right now, so if you want to go ahead and check out, come right over. I'm like, oh, perfect. In this place that we're in now, we're in the Academy Hotel, and it is gorgeous. The hotel is beautiful. It's all first class. There's like waterfalls in the lobby and trees and everything else. It's gorgeous. Uh, and location is perfect because right outside the hotel is just tons of shopping and restaurants. And there's a Walmart if we need groceries. There's, a, you know, all kinds of, there's an Olive Garden. And a, uh, we had a place today called Lucky Dog, which is great. Um, 
and yeah, just so in the end, you know, things kind of working out. It's going to kind of suck with the commute, um, but the next best next uh, big hurdle I have to I have to try to clear is uh, got to get the kids enrolled to school, and that's the problem. If you start jumping around from hotel to hotel, is you you have to get the hotel you have to get the school in the local district you're in. And there's like 20 school districts here or something like that. And if we only stay here for like a week and then we move to a new hotel, I may have to take them out of that school and enroll them in a new school. So uh, I talked to the lady when I checked in and said, you can only reserve for 14 days at a time. So I said, if it, if we haven't found a house by then and it's coming close, I said, I'm like, can I extend at least? And they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely, as long as you want. I'm like, okay, perfect. So things, I think, are finally starting to work out. We can breathe now. We're relaxing. A little crowded in the room, but after what we've been through the past two days, it just feels like paradise right now. So, and I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to sign off. Uh, so now you all know the story. I probably hadn't, didn't even do it justice to what it probably felt like in real life. If you can just imagine what you just heard me say and then multiply it times 100, that's how freaking scary and, and disgusting and traumatizing it was. But, like I said, our lives are never boring, and PCSs are, are no exception, so... I think we only have one way to go from here, and that's up. And uh, hopefully we'll be back on with another podcast pretty soon with some more good news. Hopefully we'll have, we will have found a house and get ready to move in. Uh, but until then, I'm going to sign off. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Wish you all the best. Ciao.